0: Hello. Here is another episode in our ongoing series on funds in the DIFC. Today, we have a detailed discussion on the kinds of funds that can be set up in the center. We do have separate episodes on how to set up these funds, and even the fund manager that would manage such funds from the DIFC. By the way, did you know that DIFC is one of the world's top 8 onshore financial centers? It offers a secure and efficient platform for businesses and financial institutions to reach into and out of the emerging markets of the region. The quality and independence of DIF's regulator, the prevailing common law framework, excellent infrastructure and tax efficiencies make it the perfect base to take advantage of the rapidly growing demand for financial and business services in the Manasa region. In fact, the DIFC fills the time zone gap for a global financial center between the leading financial centers of London and New York in the West and Hong Kong and Tokyo in the East. With DIFC funds, fund managers can target the GCC market and the wider Manasa region, taking advantage of the numerous double taxation avoidance treaties that the UAE has in place. Some other advantages include a legal framework supports cross-border activities, with 100% foreign ownership, zero tax for 50 years and an independent, English-speaking, common law judicial system. The Dubai Financial Services Authority, or DFSA, acts as the independent regulator of fund managers and investment funds set up in the DIFC, which provides a high degree of comfort to individual and professional investors. The DIFC offers both domestic fund manager and external fund manager licenses, both of which allow for the management of DIFC public fund, DIFC exempt fund and DIFC qualified investor fund. The DIFC registrar of companies, or ROC, offers multiple fund structures, included open-ended and closed-ended investment companies, and GPLP structures. Let's now discuss the three main types of funds, public, exempt, and qualified investor funds. Public funds are open to retail clients, and hence subject to higher levels of regulation. The other features of a public fund in the are that they have no minimum subscription limit, they can have any number of unit holders and can be offered to the general public. Exempt funds and qualified investor funds, or QIFs, on the other hand, can only be offered to professional clients. The minimum subscription in case of exempt funds is US$50,000, and for QIFs it is US$500,000. The units of these funds can only be offered by way of private placement. Let's now turn our attention to specialist funds. The DIFC offers many fund flavors, so to speak. You can set up hedge funds, venture capital funds, Islamic funds, private equity and property funds as well. There are specific requirements that may apply to such funds. For instance, a fund manager must be authorized by the DFSA to conduct Islamic financial business or an Islamic window before setting up an Islamic fund. Also, the fund manager is required to appoint a Sharia Supervisory Board to the fund and have Sharia-compliant systems and controls. It would also be required to maintain Islamic business policies and procedures manuals and obtain approvals from the Sharia Supervisory Board for the relevant fund documents. The fund manager of a hedge fund would have to ensure adequate and effective risk management of the fund and adhere to the best practice guidelines stipulated in the DFSA hedge fund code of practice. We have a dedicated episode on DIFC hedge funds, do have a listen to it when you can. A private equity fund makes investments in the equity and debt of privately held companies, and sometimes listed entities as well. It focuses on the long term potential of the acquisition, much like private equity firms. In the DIFC, private equity funds are closed-ended and open to only professional investors. A DIFCP fund can be either an exempt fund or a qualified investor fund. Venture capital funds, on the other hand, operate much like P funds, However, they are usually limited to stakes in startups and smaller companies with high growth potential. The VC stage of the investment cycle of a startup comes before a P stage, and hence these investments are characterized by smaller ticket sizes and higher risks. In the DIFC, venture capital funds are also closed-ended and open to only professional investors. The DFSA has a one-week process in place to issue approvals for fund managers of VC funds, so you may want to listen to our dedicated podcast on the subject. Property funds in the DIFC invest predominantly in real estate related assets. These are closed ended funds. There are certain restrictions on property funds that are public funds, and these include being able to only invest in physical property or property related assets and having limitations on borrowing. They would also have to get listed within six months. We have a separate podcast that speaks about the kind of documents required for setting up investment funds and another on the process involved. I would recommend that you listen to them as well. The DFSA has a fast-track process for fund managers who wish to manage private funds from the DIFC. The base capital requirements are also lower, $70,000 as opposed to $500,000 in case of fund managers of public funds. Since these funds are offered to professional clients only, the DFSA has relaxed many requirements that otherwise apply to public funds. DIFC private funds are permitted to add oversight arrangements, but this is not mandatory. Also, for most closed-ended funds, it is not mandatory to appoint a fund administrator. Every entity registered in the DIFC is required to lease a physical office. You can choose from the gate and surrounding buildings, or other buildings within the DIFC, such as Emirates Financial Towers, Central Park, Park Avenue, Damon, and Currency House. Rentals vary, depending on the space availed in the building, and usually start at US dollars per year. Ten Leaves can help you throughout the process. Our services include assistance in Reviewing the fund structure and advice on the applicable regulatory framework. Preparation of the regulatory business plan and comprehensive financial projections. Preparation of all policies, processes and manuals required. Provision of outsourced compliance officer and outsourced finance officer services. Finalizing the legal structure, including holding company setup and customization of memorandums. Preparation of complete fund documentation Including private placement memorandums, subscription agreements, and fund constitutions. Assistance in finalization of all service providers, including fund administrators, external and internal auditors, and finalization of lease space, bank account opening, and obtaining financial services permissions. In short, 10 Leaves helps you navigate the DFSA rulebook and submit an application that is comprehensive, complete, and compliant. Get in touch with us to know more and to start work on your hedge fund today. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for listening, and do get in touch with us by writing in to us at connect leavesae Do also visit our website at www.10leaves.ae. Have a good day.
1: Hello. Here is another episode in our ongoing series on funds in the DIFC today. We have a detailed discussion on the kinds of funds that can be set up in the center. We do have separate episodes on how to set up these funds, and even the fund manager that would manage such funds from the DIFC. By the way, did you know that DIFC is one of the world's top eight onshore financial centers? It offers a secure and efficient platform for businesses and financial institutions to reach into and out of the emerging markets of the region. The Quality and Independence of DIFC's Regulator, the Prevailing Common Law Framework, excellent infrastructure and tax efficiencies make it the perfect base to take advantage of the rapidly growing demand for financial and business services in the Manasa region. In fact, the DIFC fills the time zone gap for a global financial center between the leading financial centers of London and New York in the west and Hong Kong and Tokyo in the east. With DIFC funds, fund managers can target the GCC market and the wider Manasa region, taking advantage of the numerous double-taxation avoidance treaties that the UAE has in place. Some other advantages include a legal framework supports cross-border activities, with 100% foreign ownership, zero tax for 50 years, and an independent, English-speaking, common law judicial system. The Dubai Financial Services Authority, or DFSA, acts as the independent regulator of fund managers and investment funds set up in the DIFC, which provides a high degree of comfort to individual and professional investors. The DIFC offers both domestic fund manager and external fund manager licenses, both of which allow for the management of DIFC Public Fund, DIFC Exempt Fund, and DIFC Qualified Investor Fund. The DIFC Registrar of Companies, or ROC, offers multiple fund structures, included open-ended and closed-ended investment companies, and GPLP structures. Let's now discuss the three main types of funds, public, exempt, and qualified investor funds. Public funds are open to retail clients, and hence subject to higher levels of regulation. The other features of a public fund in the DIFC are that they have no minimum subscription limit, they can have any number of unit holders and can be offered to the general public. Exempt funds and qualified investor funds, or quifs, on the other hand, can only be offered to professional clients. The minimum subscription in case of exempt funds is 50,000 US dollars and for quasi it is 500,000 US dollars. The units of these funds can only be offered by way of private placement. Let's now turn our attention to specialist funds. The DIFC offers many fund flavors, so to speak. You can set up hedge funds, venture capital funds, Islamic funds, private equity and property funds as well. There are specific requirements that may apply to such funds. For instance, a fund manager must be authorized by the DFSA to conduct Islamic financial business or an Islamic window before setting up an Islamic fund. Also, the fund manager is required to appoint a Sharia Supervisory Board to the fund and have sharia compliance systems and controls. It would also be required to maintain Islamic business policies and procedures manuals and obtain approvals from the Sharia Supervisory Board for the relevant fund documents. The fund manager of a hedge fund would have to ensure adequate and effective risk management of the fund and adhere to the best practice guidelines stipulated in the DFSA Hedge Fund Code of Practice. We have a dedicated episode on DIFC hedge funds, do have a listen to it when you can. A private equity fund makes investments in the equity and debt of privately held companies, and sometimes listed entities as well. It focuses on the long term potential of the acquisition, much like private equity firms. In the DIFC, private equity funds are closed-ended and open to only professional investors. A DIFCP fund can be either an exempt fund or a qualified investor fund. Venture capital funds, on the other hand, operate much like P funds, however, they are usually limited to stakes in startups and smaller companies with high growth potential. The VC stage of the investment cycle of a startup comes before a P stage, and hence these investments are characterized by smaller ticket sizes and higher risks. In the DIFC, venture capital funds are also closed-ended and open to only professional investors. The DFSA has a one-week process in place to issue approvals for fund managers of VC funds, so you may want to listen to our dedicated podcast on the subject. Property funds in the DIFC invest predominantly in real estate-related assets. These are closed-ended funds. There are certain restrictions on property funds that are public funds, and these include being able to only invest in physical property or property-related assets, and having limitations on borrowing. They would also have to get listed within six months. We have a separate podcast that speaks about the kind of documents required for setting up investment funds, and another on the process involved. I would recommend that you listen to them as well. The DFSA has a fast-track process for fund managers who wish to manage private funds from the DIFC. The base capital requirements are also lower, $70,000 as opposed to $500,000 in case of fund managers of public funds. Since these funds are offered to professional clients only, the DFSA has relaxed many requirements that otherwise apply to public funds. DIFC private funds are permitted to add oversight arrangements, but this is not mandatory. Also, for most closed-ended funds, it is not mandatory to appoint a fund administrator. Every entity registered in the DIFC is required to lease a physical office. You can choose from the gate and surrounding buildings, or other buildings within the DIFT, such as Emirates Financial Towers, Central Park, Park Avenue, Borge Daman, and Currency House. Rentals vary, depending on the space availed in the building, and usually start at U.S. dollars per year. 10 LEAFs can help you throughout the process. Our services include assistance in reviewing the fund structure and advice on the applicable regulatory framework, preparation of the regulatory business plan and comprehensive financial projections, preparation of all policies, processes, and manuals required, provision of outsourced compliance officer and outsourced finance officer services, Finalizing the legal structure, including holding company setup and customization of memorandums. Preparation of complete fund documentation, including private placement memorandums, subscription agreements and fund constitutions. Assistance in finalization of all service providers, including fund administrators, external and internal auditors, and finalization of leased space, bank account opening and obtaining financial services permissions. In short, 10 Leaves helps you navigate the DFSA rulebook and submit an application that is comprehensive, complete, and compliant. Get in touch with us to know more, and to start work on your hedge fund, today. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for listening, and do get in touch with us by writing into to us at connect at 10leaves.ae. Do also visit our website at www.10leaves.ae. Have a good day.
0: Hello. Here is another episode in our ongoing series on funds in the DIFC today, we have a detailed discussion on the kinds of funds that can be set up in the center. We do have separate episodes on how to set up these funds, and even the fund manager that would manage such funds from the DIFC. By the way did you know that DIFC is one of the world's top 8 onshore financial centers. It offers a secure and efficient platform for businesses and financial institutions to reach into and out of the emerging markets of the region. The quality and independence of DIF's regulator, the prevailing common law framework, excellent infrastructure and tax efficiencies make it the perfect base to take advantage of the rapidly growing demand for financial and business services in the Manasa region. In fact, the DIFC fills the time zone gap for a global financial center between the leading financial centers of London and New York in the West and Hong Kong and Tokyo in the East. With DIFC funds, fund managers can target the GCC market and the wider Manasa region, taking advantage of the numerous double taxation avoidance treaties that the UAE has in place. Some other advantages include a legal framework supports cross-border activities, with 100% foreign ownership, zero tax for 50 years and an independent, English-speaking, common law judicial system. The Dubai Financial Services Authority, or DFSA, acts as the independent regulator of fund managers and investment funds set up in the DIFC, which provides a high degree of comfort to individual and professional investors. The DIFC offers both domestic fund manager and external fund manager licenses, both of which allow for the management of DIFC public fund, DIFC-exempt fund and DIFC-qualified investor fund. The DIFC Registrar of Companies, or ROC, offers multiple fund structures, included open-ended and closed-ended investment companies, and GPLP structures. Let's now discuss the three main types of funds, public, exempt, and qualified investor funds. Public funds are open to retail clients, and hence subject to higher levels of regulation. The other features of a public fund in the card that they have no minimum subscription limit, they can have any number of unit holders and can be offered to the general public. Exempt funds and qualified investor funds, or QIFs, on the other hand, can only be offered to professional clients. The minimum subscription in case of exempt funds is US$50,000, and for QIFs it is US$500,000. The units of these funds can only be offered by way of private placement. Let's now turn our attention to specialist funds. The DIFC offers many fund flavors, so to speak. You can set up hedge funds, venture capital funds, Islamic funds, private equity and property funds as well. There are specific requirements that may apply to such funds. For instance, a fund manager must be authorized by the DFSA to conduct Islamic financial business or an Islamic window before setting up an Islamic fund. Also, the fund manager is required to appoint a Sharia Supervisory Board to the fund and have Sharia-compliant systems and controls. It would also be required to maintain Islamic business policies and procedures manuals and obtain approvals from the Sharia Supervisory Board for the relevant fund documents. The fund manager of a hedge fund would have to ensure adequate and effective risk management of the fund and adhere to the best practice guidelines stipulated in the DFSA hedge fund code of practice. We have a dedicated episode on DIFC hedge funds, do have a listen to it when you can. A private equity fund makes investments in the equity and debt of privately held companies, and sometimes listed entities as well. It focuses on the long term potential of the acquisition, much like private equity firms. In the DIFC, private equity funds are closed-ended and open to only professional investors. A DIFCP fund can be either an exempt fund or a qualified investor fund. Venture capital funds, on the other hand, operate much like P funds, However, they are usually limited to stakes in startups and smaller companies with high growth potential. The VC stage of the investment cycle of a startup comes before a P stage, and hence these investments are characterized by smaller ticket sizes and higher risks. In the DIFC, venture capital funds are also closed-ended and open to only professional investors. The DFSA has a one-week process in place to issue approvals for fund managers of VC funds, so you may want to listen to our dedicated podcast on the subject property funds in the DIFC invest predominantly in real estate related assets. These are closed ended funds. There are certain restrictions on property funds that are public funds and these include being able to only invest in physical property or property related assets and having limitations on borrowing. They would also have to get listed within six months. We have a separate podcast that speaks about the kind of documents required for setting up investment funds and another on the process involved. I would recommend that you listen to them as well. The DFSA has a fast-track process for fund managers who wish to manage private funds from the DIFC. The base capital requirements are also lower, $70,000 as opposed to $500,000 in case of fund managers of public funds. Since these funds are offered to professional clients only, the DFSA has relaxed many requirements that otherwise apply to public funds. DIFC private funds are permitted to add oversight arrangements, but this is not mandatory. Also, for most closed-ended funds, it is not mandatory to appoint a fund administrator. Every entity registered in the DIFC is required to lease a physical office. You can choose from the gate and surrounding buildings, or other buildings within the DIFC, such as Emirates Financial Towers, Central Park, Park Avenue, Daman, and Currency House. Rentals vary, depending on the space availed in the building, and usually start at US dollars per year. 10 leads can help you throughout the process. Our services include assistance in reviewing the fund structure and advice on the applicable regulatory framework, preparation of the regulatory business plan and comprehensive financial projections, preparation of all policies, processes, and manuals required, provision of outsourced compliance officer and outsourced finance officer services, finalizing the legal structure, including holding company setup and customization of memorandums, preparation of complete fund documentation, Including private placement memorandums, subscription agreements, and fund constitutions. Assistance in finalization of all service providers, including fund administrators, external and internal auditors, and finalization of lease space, bank account opening, and obtaining financial services permissions. In short, 10 Leaves helps you navigate the DFSA rulebook and submit an application that is comprehensive, complete, and compliant. Get in touch with us to know more and to start work on your hedge fund today. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for listening, and do get in touch with us by writing in to us at connected10leaves.ae. Do also visit our website at www.10leaves.ae. Have a good day.